This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Negotiations are underway between U.S. and Chinese officials hoping to bring an end to the trade dispute between the two countries. The talks are happening in Washington this week with the hopes of avoiding imposition of additional tariffs before the beginning of March. Both sides have agreed to hold off on new duties until then, and National Cattlemen's Beef Association trade lobbyist Kent Backus doesn't anticipate that deadline will change. The president's been pretty clear about where he stands on this, and uh, you know I think the fact that they they put they push pause once, I don't know if they'll push it again. Uh, so I think the deadline is it should be. It should be taken very seriously. We certainly do. I think the Chinese do as well because the reality is is that if we have to move forward uh, with more tariffs, uh, it's not going to be good for either side. Speaking to AgriPulse at the Cattle Industry Convention in New Orleans, Backus says there's more than just trade policy at stake. They're going to have to talk about other major things because this is more than just the economy that's at stake here. We're talking about uh, you know leadership in the Pacific for, for years to come. Uh, And so uh, the U.S. and China have to find ways to work together. President Donald Trump told reporters at the White House today he expects the final details of a potential agreement will need to be worked out between himself and Chinese President Xi Jinping. Georgia Republicans are trying to secure funding for producers impacted by disasters in the state. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Republican Senators David Perdue and Johnny Isaacson dropped a bill this week that would provide $3 billion to farmers in rural communities affected by Hurricane Michael. Andy Lucas with Georgia Farm Bureau says before the hurricane, many producers thought this harvest was their year. We were looking at the bumper crop year. This was the crop, especially in cotton, that we were going to get called up. I mean, that we were going to actually give a little bit more to the church, be able to do a little bit more for our employees that helps us on the farm. And all that got taken away with Mother Nature in about 24 hours. Senator Perdue says farmers can't wait around much longer for funding. It's Ironically, it's only 7% of the total spend of the federal government. It's about 25% of discretionary. But the, the disaster relief package, everybody's agreed to the number. So my argument is, okay, if you agree with that, is there any way we can pull it out? And that's what my, my bill would do. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Cattle industry analysts say 2019 will bring increased exports but lingering profitability challenges to the beef industry. Cattlefax Vice President of Industry Relations Kevin Good says 2019 will see increased exports and decreased imports. We're optimistic for this year. We think exports into the Asian markets will continue to be strong. That's why we've got it up 6%. We've got imports down 4%. Why? Typically, when we harvest more cows domestically, which we're going to do, produce more grinding product, we tend to import less grinding product primarily from Australia and New Zealand. We feel that trend is valid. If that's the case, that's a 10% swing, isn't it? Plus 6, minus 4. 10% swing on a 3 billion pound number is worth 300 million. Good says prices across a couple of different beef sector categories will show declines this year. Feeder cattle, you can see 147 from a range, calf market 164. Both of those, the feeders, that's about 3% cheaper than a year ago. The calves about 5 to 6% down. And then on the cold cow side, unfortunately, that's about a 9% drop from last year on an annual average. If that's the case, bread cow values should start to pull back. Still at a level that's pretty attractive, but still could pull back in here just where we're at from a cycle standpoint. 
Finally today, the Department of Agriculture has announced recipients of trade promotion funding through the trade mitigation package announced last year. According to USDA, $200 million will be dispersed to 57 organizations to promote U.S. agricultural products overseas. For more on the groups receiving funding, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the Cattle Industry Convention in New Orleans, I'm Spencer Chase.